What is up? It's your boy Enigma back with another past and present review episode. And today we're going to talk about the series, The Wonder Years. And we're not talking about the old Wonder Years that came out in the 80s. We're talking about the new Wonder Years that dropped uh, in 2021 and just finished its final episode about a few days ago. So, when this show was first announced, I will be honest, I was against this show because I am a big fan of the previous Wonder Years. You know, that's the show you grew up on. Like, Winnie Cooper was the crush that everybody had <laughs> back in those days. And the show came out, the characters were the same age as I was uh, Kevin Arnold and uh, Winnie Cooper. Paul and you know everything all their friends and stuff so you grew up with this show and at 12 years old this was the show for me you know the the main character his name was Kevin just like me so yes and Kevin is my government name just for those who didn't get that so when it was announced I really didn't know about if I wanted a show like this and then when they announced they were going to do it as a black family, I really became skeptical. And the only reason I say that is because we live in an anti-woke environment. And what I mean by that, there are a lot of people who will claim a show, um, TV series or a movie is quote unquote woke. And not because of how the real woke definition is. Anything that deals with minorities or homosexuality or anything like that, especially in a show that was a white show back in the 80s, whenever you change it and put in a black family or whoever, it becomes a woke show because they think you're going to pass an agenda throughout the show. And I really didn't want to sit here and deal with all of that, you know, nonsense and ignorance because you know, contrary to what those folks believe, TV shows and movies have been passing agendas well beyond, you know, the 70s, 60s and all that. There's always an agenda on a show. But for some reason, if it doesn't agree with their narrative, the show is labeled woke. And I just didn't want to see all of that, you know, especially with the black cast coming together to make a show. So that was another reason I was skeptical. And then especially when they announced that it would take place in the same time frame that the original show went on. I'm like, wait a minute. That was in the 60s, the Civil War. Matter of fact, the first episode dealt with uh, the MLK assassination. So I was like, uh, I was a little skeptical about this show. I didn't honestly think the show would last, um, you know, and you know, with all that going on, I was just, I wasn't going to watch the show because I figured, you know, the anti-woke folks, uh, complain so much that it would get canceled and it wouldn't be a good show. And then plus my love for the original show, I just didn't think that this show would live up to it. Now, the only reason I checked out this show as some of you know, I am a writer and I was working on my book called 13 and it's where my character kind of revisits um, his 13th year when he was young. So I really wanted some insight on younger people. And I know it was the book I wrote was based in, um, I believe it was 1991. And, you know, so it's obviously kids were a little different then, but not the maturity level and the way that kids think, you know, just kind of getting inside of a 13 year old's head. 
This show starts off when um, Dean, who is 12 years old, as the show progresses. So, it was close enough. So, this is the only reason I checked out the show. And I'm glad I did. Because this show was actually better than I thought it would be. Now, it does have its problems. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, this is the greatest show in the world, because it's not. So this show basically follows the Williams family, who is Dean, who is the uh, Kevin Arnold of the show, Dean Williams. And part of the dynamic that made the original series so good, at least in my opinion, was the Kevin and Winnie relationship um, coming to coming of age story. So in this case, we have Dean and then we have Kisa, who is the Winnie Cooper of the series. I thought it was kind of neat when I read somewhere that the um, Winnie Cooper actress actually reached out to uh, Kisa's uh, actress to kind of give her some tips. And there is a problem I do have with the whole Dean and Kisa um, dynamic, but we'll get there in a second. Also in the show, you have um, Dean's father, uh, Bill, his mother, Lillian, his uh, sister, Kim, and his best friend, Corey, and his uh, brother, Bruce. So, these were all the main characters. And, oh, by the way, it was narrated by the great Don Cheadle. Now, if you know me, I think Don Cheadle is one of the most underrated actors in Hollywood. I mean, everything he's in is good. and He has such great range, and I was just impressed that... You know, even with this, he he's he's real good. And so I'm a big fan of Don Cheadle. Um, and then there's a couple of other side characters, but those are the main ones. And even some of those characters are really put into side character um, territory. So, again, I thought the show, being that it was in uh, and then based in uh, Montgomery, Alabama, you know, I really thought this show was going to take a different turn. You know, I didn't know if they were going to put a whole bunch of that civil rights stuff in there. Um, it started off with, like I said, MLK assassination was on the first episode. But I didn't know what to expect because, let me tell you, anything with Alabama, this is 2022, if you're hearing this later. Um, there's, I won't drive through Mississippi or Alabama still because I still think they're upset over that uh, desegregation stuff. So when this show was going to be based in Alabama, I was kind of skeptical. I was like, Ugh. you know, I'm not one of those t people who like to revisit that past as much because I think sometimes it's overdone. Um, yes, this is things that we should know about our history. I get that. But I don't want to live in the past. You know, I think once you kind of have an understanding of what went on during those days and how you know, minorities, particularly black folks were treated back then, you know, you know what really happened, but you don't want to live it if is my thing. So there's a lot of movies that I won't watch or TV shows that I won't watch because of that. What I got with this show was surprisingly, you know, it was just a typical American family. And yes, it, they had a lot of different um, kind of little things that they pointed out. And if you know your black history or you know your your history period you should be able to see certain things that they point out throughout the show but well in particularly on the first episode when they started talking about you know how the black community took the death of MLK 
But it didn't just continue on with that. You know, you really got into the life of Dean, and that's what made the show great. You basically, you know, the the living how Dean lived throughout that time. And it wasn't necessarily dealing with a lot of these civil rights things or anything like that. You know, he was still a kid. And while kids were experiencing that in that time, you know, you didn't really see that. Because here's my thought on youth and kids. You know, we're all friends until somebody tells us not to be friends or something, you know, per, you know, sways us to another way. So he has a pretty good plethora of friends on the show with all different backgrounds and uh, types of things. And they're just friends because they like each other. Now, the first thing that happened in the original Wonder Years, which really made the show spark, is this was the episode, the first episode where Kevin and Winnie had their first kiss. And according to the actors, uh, that was their first kiss in real life, too. So that's kind of crazy to have your first kiss in the whole world. See it. And so I was expecting that type of moment in this show. But what you got was Kisa, the girl that Dean was interested in, actually was making out with his best friend, Corey. (laughs) And I I will give him credit for that. That kind of caught me off guard. It was really, you know... Wow, this is your best friend, and he knows you're into this girl, and yet he steps in and starts to date her himself, which I feel his pain, Dean's pain, because I that has happened to me before. So I was like, wow. But anyways, as the story goes along, you have a different um, episode, they basically showing a different day in life. They try to involve the family as well on different episodes. Now, the one standout is in my opinion, is Lillian, who is Dean's mother. For some reason, she was the best actress on the show for, you know, best actor, actress on the show, period. And the reason why a lot of shows back in those days always had the uh, homemaker mothers who don't do anything. The husband goes out to work. And, you know, this was the 60s and 70s. And there were a few occasions where the wives would go to work on a storyline or something like that. But Dean's mother, Lillian, she's an educated woman. She has a degree. She goes to work. She's undervalued at work, which is something I like them showing that. And then she goes home and then has to play the home uh, maker role as well. Has to get dinner on the table, get the kids together, you know. And there was an episode, which is one of my favorite episodes of the uh, series so far. And when Dean basically goes to work with his mother and kind of see what her work life is like. It was one of those bring your kids to work days. And at first he tried to go with his father who does the music, but he kept interrupting and (laughs) making problems. So father brought him over to his mother. And so he got to see a day in the life of his mother and really understand all the things that she goes through. And I thought that was a great depiction, especially of a black woman working and still having to come home and do those home duties you know even dean finally understood all the stress she goes in all the undervaluing she is at work and i thought that lillian for some reason her character was just the best character on the show so let me talk about the acting on the show i think all the acting was pretty good i thought it was you know the the cast was picked properly with one exception and that would be Dean's father, Bill. 
Now, if you've never seen that actor in any other show, you probably say, oh, he's not that bad. He's pretty good. He's funny. And he was. Don't get me wrong. But I've seen him in multiple shows and movies and things like that. And he is the same person in every movie, show, whatever. Like this man is just basically being himself. You know, it's a lot of things where in a Will Smith early career, they used to say that Will Smith is just acting like Will Smith. And that was true until he finally started getting things and slapped himself an Oscar. Um, you see what I did there. But anyways, this is how this guy is. So if it's your first time seeing him, you probably don't have a problem with his acting. And, you know, normally I wouldn't either. But this is the same man who coached the Dolphins on Ballers and other various medias. That's just the one that just jumps out of me because it's like he really has not changed. He doesn't change anything with his performance, no matter what performance he's doing. And so... He is the one person that kind of kept me out of the show. I mean, I liked his character. I liked what they were doing with him. He's a professor at a university. He's a you know, musician. He has a band. I liked all of that storyline and things like that. But the actor is just the same guy. It's like I'm like waiting for him to get the call that he's going to coach the Dolphins in the 2010s or 2020s, whatever that Baldur's came out. So that took me out of the show slightly. As far as the storylines are concerned, I mean, it's your typical uh, 30 minute sitcom type storylines where the show was at its best, in my opinion, was dealing with the Dean Kisa relationship. And I remember another reason I didn't want to watch the show is because back in the days on the original Wonder Years, you know, I was 12 when it came out. And the characters were 12. I could relate to that finding new love, trying to find your way in the world and everything like that. Now, I'm in my 40s. Okay? And I didn't think I would want to watch <laughs> a bunch of 12-year-olds trying to find their way in the world. And it, it, I really wasn't interested in doing that. I figured, if anything, I'd probably relate to the uh, parents. Just like anytime I kind of dip back and watch some of the older Wonder Years episodes, I'm really starting to understand Kevin's father a hell of a lot more than I did back in those days. So there was a little skepticism for me. And but the thing is, that's when the show was at its best, honestly, even the original Wonder Years and even with this one. But my problem is they really didn't dig as deep into the Dean Kiesa relationship as I would have hoped. And the reason behind that is. Throughout the entire series, it was 22 episodes. Throughout 22 episodes, you knew that Dean had a big crush on Kisa. I mean, it was there. You knew it. You It was in your face. It, and I love that. You know, he, all his friends knew it. Everybody knows it. I'm sure his parents know it, too. They just don't say anything. But everybody knows that. But Kisa, who is supposed to be the new Winnie Cooper, you really don't know what she likes. Like in the original series, you knew Winnie Cooper had a sort of crush on Kevin and Kevin had a crush on her and it was just, you know, teenage love trying to figure things out. With this one, you have Kisa, who's basically gotten with his best friend. And when I say gotten with, I'm talking about in the 12-year-old sense, ladies and gentlemen, they had a kiss or they kissed. So that's all you really did back in those days. So Kisa got with him 
And then Kisa started dating this uh, eighth grader who Kevin, uh, say Kevin, Lord have mercy, Dean, <laughs> who Dean had basically gave some tips and he ended up um, going and uh, talking to the parents, ended up dating her as well. So you have all of this and you don't really see Kisa like, is she really interested in Dean now? I know what you're going to say with the final episode, and I'm going to get to that here in a second. But, you know, she really hasn't shown anything. The only thing that she really showed was she was kind of, you know, upset with Dean when Dean was dating that church um, chick, that church girl that he was dating with. And she kind of got jealous with uh, him and Keisa's relationship and said, hey, you need to back up off her. And, you know, I thought that was a little beyond her age to be honest with you i mean yes normal girls to say that but somebody 12 years old i don't know if they would have that big of a problem with it but you know that's just me and so once he told kisa that kisa started acting all crazy um doing all the things that he likes you know with the comic books and sharing um some uh, i think it was brownies or something that she had cooked with the friends everybody but him so you know she has a vindictive side <laughs> make no mistake kisa's a beast with it she has an, a vindictive side with that and you know you really don't know how she really felt about this this boy i mean because they it was like she was in the friend zone everything that she wanted to do with him racing and reading comics and all that type of stuff that was all friend zone stuff so there really wasn't Anything that would lead me to believe that she was actually interested. Now, fast forward to the final episode, which was a good final episode, by the way. So after the quote unquote tornado or storm warning was in the area, they went and hid together. And I thought it was cute that they kept every time they saw the lightning, they kept counting one Mississippi to Mississippi. (laughs) It was stupid stuff that we used to do as kids. It really made you relive some of your old ways. So I thought that was funny. And then, you know, they kind of got to talking and they had their first kiss. And I was excited for Dean because I know the you know how to how it feels to just like yes I got the kiss from my crush you know I never did at that age but I'm happy somebody was so Dean was able to do that and I was excited for him and everything but Kisa I'm like you know and then she tells him that in the yearbook that she love loves him too and it's kind of hard to believe because the show didn't take the time to build that up you really didn't see that in Kisa moving up to that really she just looked at Dean as like the friend zone type thing I mean yeah there may have been glances here and there and then you saw the vindictive side of her when his uh, church girlfriend said that they need to spend some time apart so you saw glimpses of it but it really didn't build up to it like it didn't sell Like in the original Wonder Years, you only saw one episode before you saw Kevin and Winnie's first kiss. But you saw there was a connection between them. And, you know, they they had something that you just really knew that both of them were into each other. And as much as I know that Dean was into her, I don't know if Kisa was into him that much. And, well, I guess she was at the end of the season, but she's still dating the other guy who is in the eighth grade. So, I don't know. You know, let me know in the comments if you think the same thing. I just thought that that relationship, it just didn't hit as good because of that fact. And a lot of the episodes didn't include her. I mean, she would disappear for a a big period of time. And it wasn't just her. It was her, um, his friend Corey, too. 
I remember one day um, I was watching the show and it's kind of getting my mind together about what I was going to say probably about a good five or six episodes ago. And I was thinking to myself, they really don't show much of Corey in this show or Dean's relationship with Corey. And then the next episode was uh, Dean and Corey central uh, centric show. So, you know, I think that they tried to involve because some of the family episodes, they weren't as good like him and his sister, Kim. They had an episode where she started to work at a diner and her friends would come there. And then one of her friends was dating one of the guys that used to date her. I mean, that show didn't really do that episode didn't really do much for me. They've had episodes with uh, Bruce. Now, Bruce did have one of the good episodes, which I'll talk about here in a moment. But some of the episodes just, you know, they 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 could have done better. They could have focused a little more on Kisa and Dean, in my opinion, to make that relationship, you know, spark what the original Wonder Years did with uh, Kevin and Winnie. And they didn't do that, in my opinion. Now, keep in mind, I'm judging this show based on the old show. The old show had, I don't know, like five, six, seven seasons or whatever it was. And we're just finished with the first season here. I read somewhere where they did renew the second to a second season, so I'm happy to see that. But yeah, giving comparing it to a completed body of work, I know it's a little tricky. Now I'm the same way. Is he going to end up with Kisa um, at the end of the show? Who knows? I know when the Wonder Years didn't put Kevin and um, Winnie together, it was a big deal. I actually thought it was a good thing because you don't end up with your uh, 12 year old crush and all that. Not for the most part in real life. Maybe some people do. I know I didn't. So, <laughs> you know, I, I just, I, I actually like that and they still remain friends, which is cool. So, um, I enjoyed that ending. Now, how this one's going to end, I'm not sure. Is it's going to get a lot of uh, seasons like the original? I'm not sure. But, you know, so far, so good. I think they build a good foundation. I just think they need to focus their time kind of fleshing out this Kisa and Dean relationship. Sort of like what they did with the original Wonder Years. All right. So, standout episodes. I already talked about the episode where Dean uh, went to work with his mother. I thought that was a great episode. It really showed Lillian in a different light in uh, Dean's eyes. And I enjoyed that. He finally got to see the powerful woman that his mother is. Um, Another show episode that was funny to me was the episode and it was more with him and his father. So he was in the band and he kept losing his seat. <laughs> so he was like the number one seat and then somebody challenged him kind of like a drumline thing. And he got bumped to number two. He went and got advice, got bumped to number three. He went and got advice again, got bumped to number four. He kept going down. I don't know why that was so funny to me. And, you know, really... Dean's parents were talking about it and uh, Lillian felt that Bill was trying to live through his child and maybe Dean isn't you know ready for that maybe he's not going to be the musician like he was and his father made a decision to kind of go spend the day with him at the park instead of him forcing him to perform and I thought that was a really good episode on um, a relationship with him it was also an episode on that same episode where he had a choice to basically tour with his band or continue his work at the university where he would get tenure. And I didn't even know what tenure was. I had to look that up. So once you get tenure, apparently it's very hard to get rid of you. So you've kind of made it there. And so he decided to go ahead and sacrifice his music dream and become 
continue with his schoolwork in order to get tenure, which he did, I believe, an episode or two later. So I enjoyed that episode. Um, the episode with Bruce. So I said I was going to come back to this one. Bruce, you know, the first time he came back from Vietnam, it was a cool episode. You could see he was trying to um, get himself back in the run of things in the world. And it just wasn't nothing, anything that he wanted. It just didn't work for him. You know, and it happened to a lot of Vietnam vets. And um, I'm not just saying Vietnam vets, but any... Um, different uh wars or veterans of wars you know afghanistan or whatever and so he had a hard time transitioning back into the real world and he ended up uh re-enlisting and so that was a good episode you kind of seen uh bruce for what he was he was a good character he didn't really have much to do in the show because obviously a lot of it he was spent in vietnam but the one he came back in where he ended up getting hurt and he ended up getting discharged, obviously. And it was an episode he was dating your girl from Insecure, Molly. Um, I don't know what her name was in the show. I'm just calling her Molly. And he was trying to get married with her. He was trying to rush everything with her and Molly turned him down. And then he explained the reason why. He said um, his uh, friend Brian and him, he was over brian in uh, vietnam and brian they were working to save people and brian ended up getting killed and then we find out at the end of the episode that brian was actually winnie's brother and that was like probably the episode i think a lot of people got emotional with because it was just like caught us off guard it's like the wonder years universe has merged you know everything talking about the multiverse and whatnot so the Wonder Years has merged, and that just caught everybody off guard. It even showed a picture of Winnie when she was a kid, and I just totally forgot Winnie's brother's name. So that's why it kind of slipped under the radar. And so when he revealed at the end her name was Gwendolyn, but they called her Winnie and showed him the picture, it was just like, whoa, one of those moments that just kind of got you right there in the heart. So that was an excellent episode, um, probably the best of the series. And I think a lot of people liked it just because of that reveal. So, And then, of course, there's the final episode. The final episode I like because, obviously, Dean was able to finally get the kiss from the girl that he loved and had a crush on. And the whole love, love thing and then trying to be that third wheel. Now, that's one of the things I didn't like was Dean accepting being a third wheel. I, I didn't like that. I thought that was kind of lazy writing. To have him basically be with uh, Kisa and uh, old boy all the time. It's like, you're not going to be that friendly with somebody who's dating your girl. I don't care how cool he was. You know, this is a girl that you like and yet you're being a third wheel. I thought that was kind of stupid. Another thing that I thought was stupid on the show, now I'm getting to the stuff I didn't like. <laughs> was the old cliche, let's have a party and it gets out of hand episode. I don't know why shows do this. It's like, does it happen a lot back in the days where people would have parties that would get out of control when their parents were home? Because you cannot have a show, particularly a black show, and not have a episode where the friends, the, the, the cast decides to throw a party and it's supposed to be a little party and it ends up getting out of control. And that's what happened in um, one of the episodes this year, too. I hate those cliche episodes. These are the types of things that you need to stay away from um, when you're making a show like this. And uh, when I saw that episode, I was like, oh, my God, here we go. I knew what was going to happen as soon as he invited him over. I said, the parents aren't there. It's going to be a party. It's going to get out of hand. And that's exactly what happened. 
Very, very stupid. Um, and another thing I didn't like is the Wonder Years theme song. Now, if you're going to make a show called the Wonder Years, you need to bring that theme song back from the original. I just hated that. And they they gave a nod to it where um, Bill and the band were playing the song of when they were um, rehearsing or something. They played a little snippet of it, but it pissed me off because that's the when you heard that song, you thought about the Wonder Years, you know, and the theme song they have on this one is just terrible. I mean, it's not really a song. It's, I just don't like it. They should have kept the original theme song. I mean, you had Fred Savage on the producer. I'm surprised he didn't mention it, but I guess he was too busy getting fired for inappropriate behavior. <laughs> I can't make this stuff up, bro. Kevin got fired from the show, the show that he made popular. He was a producer. They fired him because of something stupid he did. I don't know exactly what it was, but I'm sure you can Google it and find out. But overall, this series has potential. Now, I'm not going to say it's just as good as the old one because it's not. But then again, this is only one season. At the end of the season, um, Keese is going to Oklahoma for the summer and Kevin is on the road. Kevin, I keep saying Kevin. Dean is on the road (laughs) with his father in New York. Now, I can tell you who got the better um, of that end is uh, Dean going to New York. And I wouldn't mind seeing some episodes with Dean in New York. Maybe he meets a New York girl, kind of like what Kevin did when he used to go to places during the summer and would meet a girl and kind of have a fling, well, a fling in the 12-year-old aspect. So I would like to see that. Um, But I thought of one other thing that I didn't like before I go. I hate, hate, hate network television this show it would come on in spurts and then it'll be gone for weeks and then come back on and then gone for weeks i didn't know how many episodes this had i tried to look online they say it only has 20 episodes but then i saw it has 22 episodes with two more episodes um previewing like two or three weeks after the 20th episode This is stupid. And this is why I stopped watching network television because they take so many breaks and for no reason whatsoever. At least when the premium networks take a break, it's normally based on a holiday or something like that. And they have a better understanding on when it's coming back. This show here was just so spotty. It was hard to find out when um, it was on. You would just click on there. Oh, it's not on today. You got to look up. I hate network television they just can't play 22 episodes in a row i can see skipping for holidays but this show you know came on on a wednesday so i don't even know if there was any holidays on a wednesday why would they keep splitting these shows up like that now it may have a past because of covid and things like that so maybe some of the episodes weren't ready and they had to put them out there and they still need to do some editing maybe some reshoots i don't know So, I'm going to give it a pass for that. But the next season, if they do this spotty crap again, I'm going to get pissed. And I know they are because the other shows do it too for some reason. It's always been like that with network television. So, it's hard for me to really keep interest because you you get into a show and then it don't come on for another three to four weeks. Then you forget that it's on. Next thing you know, oh man, I missed an episode. Now, I got to go back and watch it. I hate network television. The show itself, though, has potential. What I would like to see in the second season, since they have announced that it will be renewed, I want to see maybe about five episodes of Dean in New York trying to adjust to that life. Maybe meet him a girl or something like that, because 
you know, he's going to be in New York for the summer. Just show some of it. I don't want the whole season to be about that. Make no mistake. And maybe they will bring it back and do a whole season about that. But if they do, then you're taking out Lillian, who I like. Um, I can do without Kim. I mean, they put her as she was going to be some sort of militant person, but they really haven't shown much on her character. Bruce had a story arc, but really, ever since um, the Winnie episode, he didn't do anything like talking about it. So if you're going to focus the show on Dean, then... You know, go ahead and, and just do a few episodes from New York, but I don't want the mother to be excluded because I think she's probably the best person of the show. And I like to see that. And then I would like to see, like I said, about the rest of the time, do a little more with uh, Kisa. Now, it's a love triangle at this point because is she going to stay with old boy? I mean, she admitted that she love loves Dean. At the end of the show, is she conflicted? I mean, show her what she's really thinking because I think they didn't really do that in this show. And it's not her fault. It's not the actress' fault because I thought she was good. I just think that they didn't write it that way. They were too busy worried about everything else, trying to trying to build arcs for the entire family. Some of it worked. Some of it didn't. Like the stuff with Kim really didn't work. Then Kim was supposed to be the big sister thing. That lasted one episode. <laughs> you know, just stuff like that. If they're going to involve the family, fine. I get that. And I also want to see more uh, Dean and Corey adventures. I think they're getting older now. It's funny. <laughs> Corey sitting there stroking his quote-unquote uh, mustache, trying to look older. I mean, it, they have potential with this show. And I'm glad they. I watched it. I'm glad that they came out with this show. Now let's go ahead and put this story together and solidify it. I think you can make Dean and Kisa the new Kevin and Winnie Cooper, but it's going to take more than what you did this season. You're going to have to involve her in more of the show. You're going to have to involve her more of showing how she feels and things like that, because it's really hard to see based off of what I saw. And that was the only thing that made the kiss not hit as hard is because you don't really know what she's thinking. I mean, she was with Corey and she was with the other guy and it's like, you know, does she really like Dean or now that he's finally admitted it, that she had those underlying feelings too, you never know. So, you know, she did show a little emotion that this would be the first summer that we won't see each other, which I thought was kind of cute because they they are friends in, you know, in a sense. But now Dean is looking at it as a more girlfriend-boyfriend relationship he wants with her. And so that's going to be interesting to see how they uh, work that out, especially with old boy. Now he's going to high school, so they'll be in eighth grade and he'll be in high school. So how long will that relationship last? He'll be in another school, getting him another girl or, you know, we'll see, I guess. Please don't do that cliche that uh, Dean sees him with another girl and doesn't know what to tell Kisa because he's friends with both of them. Please don't do that. I already see that the writers writing that episode right now. But anyways. That's my review for the Wonder Years. What are your thoughts on it? Did you like it? Do you think it holds its water against the original? Let me know in the comments below. And as always, if you want some more information about my personal writings, you can check me out at www.enigmakid.com. That's www.enigmakid.com. It's your boy Enigma signing off for another day. And hopefully you're having a blessed day just like I am. Deuces.